welcome to this episode of EdTech People with me, Matthew Setchell. This uh, series of podcasts is all about getting to know the people behind technology in education, whether that's somebody from the teaching side, the administration side, the um, sales, development of products, supporting the technical side, whichever place they come from, I want to understand about that person, their journey so far, and where they want to end up. And we'll also be understanding their favorite piece of EdTech and their worst piece of EdTech. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So joining me tonight is Ben Dunford, a former teacher and currently working at Firefly. Um, ben and I have collaborated for a little while um, when he's been working on ePraise and I was at Lords IT. We uh, converted quite a few schools over to the uh, ePraise platform that he founded and created and coded and loved for quite a few years, which is now part of the Firefly uh, stable. Hi, Ben. Welcome along. Hi, Matt. Thank you, and great to be here. So um, you've been in EdTech now for how long exactly? I don't want to make you feel oh, old. Goodness me, that is a, <laughs> a real question. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I guess um, straight out of university, I went in to do a PGCE. And um, in that PGCE I was doing, I was an ICT teacher, I guess. And uh, in that, it was all EdTech, wasn't it? Uh, it's slightly different to how it looks now, I guess. Um, remember going to my first bet show in that year and you know again I guess uh, that looks quite different to how it was now back in the Olympia and I've gone from yeah. um, you know being at the bet show where you're kind of trying to soak up stuff for your own teaching practice to going to selling um, you know with your own exhibition stand and and that's been a, a really interesting journey so yeah EdTech probably what am I now 37 uh, started teaching around 21 I guess so um, that's a fair few years of, of EdTech yeah. and, and everything um, in between so yeah it's been, been a hell of a journey um, and excited to share some of that with you as well Matt. Great great yeah there's there's similarity there in how long we've both worked in uh, but I, I certainly wasn't a teacher um, so it'd be great to get your insight from from that and actually the fact that you weren't a teacher is something that's always been something that I've seen through the work that you've been doing. I think it gives a really unique perspective to how you make technology and, and in this case, software solutions that work in a classroom and work for a teacher. So a lot on this podcast, we've talked about um, hardware, um, but in your case, you're a coder. Yeah, you make the products and um, maybe not as much anymore as what you used to. But uh, <laughs> Uh, I know, you know, I've I've emailed you with a suggestion and you come back pretty fast with a, a technical solution. Yeah, yeah and, and I love that kind of deep understanding of the, the problem itself, you know, what, what problem you're trying to solve. And I guess that's where my new role comes in. So I'm now head of product at Firefly Learning. And that basically means understanding what a user, um, what the user problems are and, and how we solve them. So having that teaching background is I'd say, you know, crucial to, to my overall understanding of how to do a better job, um, you know, with, with the tools we have. And it, and it, yeah, it certainly made a difference with ePraise. Um, and it was, you know, it's the first thing that you say when you're trying to to sell someone something is I understand your problems. Yeah. Um, and that always, you know, 
that that always came across really well i th- i think i hope no definitely because i remember um when i was your unofficial salesman uh when i was working <laughs> at lords yes um it, it it was so easy to get schools on board with e-praise yeah. and it wasn't any of the massive features they all came later on for the customer on a the journey they once they adopted it um and they wanted to do the next step um then then those features that you're building you know went on that journey with them but the initial features that got their their attention for me were the timer being built in and <laughs> i was saying this to somebody the other day um uh, one of the people at microsoft when i went to their event recently and it was about the uh, creating the groups on the seating plan so you yeah. say how many people you want in your group and it changes the top of the child's place on the seating plan to the color so you go so far and the other people in your group matching that color and actually whenever i demoed it with any type of teachers those were the two features that they went home with you know yes it did all this other stuff but actually give me a tool in my classroom that i can have up on there and thinks of me as a teacher and what i might need and i think you know that that's really where you could see the fact that you used to be the teacher and i always used to say it and i think it's similar to um now uh for both of us is actually that that experience with education is something that we want to push on even though we're in the dark corporate world now and not necessarily in the <laughs> uh, uh in the education uh sphere so wh- when did you give up being a teacher I, I'm, I'm taking it you have given it up now i know you're doing it for a few years yeah yeah still. i guess i could i could still go back you know I, I still got my teaching license i don't know um how long it you know i've got before it expires i think it's like you get like five years or something um but yeah i gave up probably three years ago um yeah yeah three or four years ago it was it's certainly pre-pandemic and at that time i was only teaching oh goodness me like two hours a week three hours a week so it's been like a a steady kind of you know teaching full-time for i don't know four or five years something like that and then i think i went down to teaching three days a week roughly and then you know just kind of kept dropping off as e-praise took up more and more of my time um you know and, and it, I, I get a huge amount of satisfaction from both the teaching and the you know the ed tech e-praise firefly it's, it's a different kind of satisfaction because you kind of you're not actually in the classroom and there's something special about being in the classroom but you're also having a, a bigger impact you know i, I think um with ePraise, we had something like, oh, goodness me, I can't, can't remember. But, you know, let's say hundreds of thousands of users. Um, yeah. And, and now, you know, we've got um, a few times that now working at Firefly. And that's a really exciting thing for me to have that impact on the students. You know, there's people who are going to be making decisions and, you know, changing the future. Um, that's that's pretty exciting for me, you know, when you take a step back and, and, and think about it. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it was always clear, um, looking at the work that you was doing, the the impact that came out of it. And I know I, I really enjoyed sharing that with you because I, I knew you didn't always get to see it firsthand in the classroom yeah. or on a, yeah, yeah. on a demonstration. But I think some of the things that when I look back at the schools, when I used to work with the Lords and that I've worked with the longest, you know, whether St. Bede's or Walkwood or others, they're still using ePraise and they're yeah. still um, they're still using them regularly and they still love them. And a, a friend of mine, um, it's also a school that I'm now a governor at, actually, um, where I am in charge of um, behaviour, not in charge of, but responsible for behaviour and attendance and they use ePraise. <laughs> And they said um, the other day was looking around it. And obviously I know the platform. In fact, I'm the one who worked with them to put the platform in there with Michael. 
but this, this these teachers as well are so uh you know evangelical about it as well if you go and speak to some of the uh schools that we've worked in some of the heads and you talk to matt epraise they they absolutely love it and they love the transformation that it's had in their schools and it certainly for me since uh i started on it as i say it's one of the ones that made the biggest difference the biggest difference oh, and thanks, uh it was it, it it's a real shame um in a way and i know me and you have talked about this before is how some of that specialism is being lost a little bit as as um people move more towards fully cloud mis's and i guess <laughs> It, that leads me into the the what you're doing now type thing is uh, you you're working for Firefly, which is obviously uh, I know they now own ePraise, the Lucky Devils, um, but uh, they <laughs> they traditionally have been a, an LMS, a learning management system. Is that is that yeah. right, the right term? And now, obviously, with the adoption of cloud platforms like three six five and Google, um, it's really important that they are you know having that um, differentiation between them and those platforms. So. Talk to me a bit how Firefly are achieving that with their product at the moment and what ex what's exciting you about it. Yeah, I guess uh, you've got the MIS on, on one side, you've got the productivity suites, as we, you like to say, on the other. And I, I, Firefly and ePraise, they, they sit in between. And I guess th there's the LMS functionality that you've spoken about already. And I, I don't think that there's um, anybody that does that as well as Firefly. And, you know, there's, there's some schools that need that kind of, you know, really pre-planned, pre-prepared resource kind of approach. And there's some schools that, you know, don't, they, they they maybe buy something off the shelf that has those resources instead. Both, you know, both approaches work. But where Firefly kind of really comes into its own is, I guess, um, not just that teaching and learning, but also that parent and engagement, that kind of community hub where we bring things together. Um, so, you know, as a student or a parent traditionally, and you, you could argue less so um, these days, it's been very difficult to get information from your MIS in front of these people. And certainly not in a live format, you know, you, you print something off for them and send it home or, um, you know, you, there's, a, I guess, a few other ways that you might do that. So some of the new MISs are waking up to that and they have, you know, much, much better engagement with parents and, and with students. But I don't think they, they still come close to what Firefly can offer, um, you know, in, in terms of that stuff. And yeah, as I say, the, the teaching and learning is, is really crucial. And now with ePraise, the behaviour management, bringing that into, you know, uh, uh, I don't think there's anybody, you know, I guess we have a few competitors, but I don't think there's anybody that really understands that student motivation as well as ePraise does. And that knowledge is now part of Firefly and we're kind of spreading that throughout the business. And that's, you know, that's, that's really exciting for me because I, I think that's that's so important. And, and teachers know that that's really important, but it's not something that, you know, for example, the productivity suites of Google's and the Microsoft worry about. And it's not something that the MIS is really worry about because I guess they're yeah. more back office type systems. So it's that, you know, we, uh, I guess I would describe it as, you know, if it happens in the classroom, that that's our real, you know, that that's that's where we sit and that's where we own it. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. and is it Sorry. the link from the classroom through to home for the students as well, I guess? Uh, obviously, yeah. that's something that we've seen massively with the pandemic. And um, I suppose two questions leading on from here then, um, you know, uh, one's quite broad <laughs> and the other is <laughs> quite specific. Um, yeah. But so first of all is how do you see that development now post-pandemic 
about uh, IT? Where do you think it's kind of going? Is it going in the direction of one-to-one? -one? Is it going in the direction of different devices? And two, how do you see products like uh, ePraise and, and the Firefly LMS um, kind of product fitting into that? Yeah, so I guess we had a really big change, um, you know, when the, when the pandemic hit and everybody switched to online learning and some schools did it quicker than others and, and were more effective than others. But we're in a point now where every school, I guess, can do that effectively, that that online learning thing. And that's great. You know, the schools have been... Um, you know, hesitant to to really invest in that kind of technology that is really important to make that connection work better. I've been hesitant to really engage with parents and they've had to do that as part of the pandemic. So there's a lot of really good stuff that has come out of that. Um, and I guess, you know, like the Microsofts of the world are starting to wake up to that a little bit. But as I say, you know, they're still way behind um, where where Firefly sits. You know, we really own that parent engagement space. Um, you know, and li likewise with, with MISs. In a way, you know, we're, we're coming, like coming, we are out of the pandemic now, whichever way you look at it. And um, I, there's almost been, you know, talking to teachers, it's almost gone, not back a little bit in that we, we, we know those things now, like we understand that, that space a bit better. But in terms of the way that technology is used, I mean, there's sometimes you know with people like us who do love technology you know I can't get away from that there's a tendency to always rely on it. and that's not that's not necessary you know in in the classroom and as a teacher I taught plenty of lessons uh, without technology even though I was an IT teacher you know get the kids into the classroom get the, so out of the classroom into, into the playground get them moving around getting them thinking about things um, without a screen in front of them and, and those things are so important and be able to kind of go back to those things is is really exciting. Now, I'm not suggesting that things you know aren't going to move forward. They are going to move forward. One thing I see is um, the the productivity suites that Microsoft and Google's kind of doing a bit more. You know, we mentioned the parent yeah. engagement. That's not the only thing that they're doing a bit more. And there's a, there's a few things that they're doing a bit more. And you know, and, and equally from the MISs, they tend to have a much kind of broader suite of, of products. But broad isn't, you know, because MISs do so many things, they can't cover everything very well. You know, it's um, no secret that Sims always had a behaviour management module, at least certainly as, as long as I can remember. Yeah. But it's also no secret that it wasn't actually very good, that it that it it was a database. You know, you could record things in there. Um, and that was, you know, that was how ePrace had a business. You know, every school, you know, give or take a few used to use Sims. That's changing slightly. Um, and you know that's, that's for the better, but that that, that was how ePraise came to fruition is, is is building on that you know gap in the market that that weakness, and I don't think fundamentally that has changed a huge amount. I think as I say, both the MISs and productive suites are doing you know a broader range of, of products of, of offerings of, of tackling problems, and and maybe that's enough for some schools. You know, maybe just MIS solves a lot of those problems at a really basic level, and that's all those schools need. But for schools that want a little bit more, the schools that, um, you know, really care about student motivation or want to um, address behaviour in, you know, a, a better way, that's where products like ePraise and Firefly in the same vein kind of fit in. It's weird, isn't it? Because... I know for many years we was looking at, um, you know, certainly when I've been putting uh, ePraise and, and other similar products into the classroom, 
it was all about adoption. It was all about trying to get people to use the, these yeah. kind of systems more um, because they do give you, and I think the big difference is context around a student, mm -hmm. uh, certainly in ePraise, where you've got the behaviour, the achievement, the attendance all linked together, and you can look at those not in isolation, but as a whole picture. Now we're in this world where devices are a lot more common, um, are used supposedly a lot more than they were before, and certainly cloud-based systems are the norm and people be able to work from home and stuff like that. Yeah, in a weird way, uh, you mentioned about going backwards a little bit um, and, uh, you know, uh, people coming back. There, there seems to be a real hesitancy to fully engage with any one product. It's almost like people have yeah. been are re are now really worried about are they making the right decision? Are are they good to go all in on this this product or this solution? Um, they know all the possibilities now and, and very wary um of making mistakes similar in the past where they might have been you know sold a golden egg um you yeah. know whether it was uh you know an old platform or something else so i think i think and i don't know if you agree that loads of products have to come out now and prove themselves again and show hang on a minute you know this is how we're relevant now to the solutions that you're having the problems yeah. you have it even and, and i guess ultimately that's that, that's a really good thing isn't it you know yeah yeah, yeah. buyers being more aware of what their problems are and what the options are for solving that you know taking ebay as an example um you know points badges seating plans demerits intervention there's you know there's a, i guess a few systems that can do that obviously i would argue not as well as ePraise, but, <laughs> but there are a few competitors on the market and what's great about things now is customers are researching the market um yeah and in a way like for ePraise, so we basically never you know short of a few trips up to see you did any in-person kind of sales meetings um yeah. you know that was something that was initially word of mouth and then we do like a, a call you know like a, a demo on it wasn't teams back in the day i guess was it it was uh you know, something else um skype yeah or or, or something else so um yeah they, that, it was almost like this is our kind of time now. This is this was built for us, and, and now everybody's doing things in the way that we used to five, ten years ago. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. It's quite interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I I see it as a you know it's, it's a real opportunity at the moment to to make the best of it. I, I guess as a small company, um, being heard and being seen was one of the most difficult things, especially in the early years. And I, I guess you know as i say we got up to I don't know, you know hundreds of customers and that naturally helps um a huge amount but it was you know it's still a challenge to for people to even recognize your name you go to the bet show um or the academy show and you have a big stand and you pay thousands and thousands of pounds but you you only see a, a certain number of people you might pay for google adverts or you might do twitter linkedin you know you, you do all these kind of different things but but now people are actively going out to search, you know, what, how do I solve these problems rather than waiting for the answers to come to them? And I think that's, yeah, that's a really good thing. And, and certainly, you know, looking at the numbers, it, it, it's a good time for ePraise. Um, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's really impressive because for me, ePraise was always just, uh, not just, was always uh, something, to, you know, on top of Sims because Sims did that element yeah. really badly. And, you know, uh, 
single log on to the web-based product that's constantly updated was revolutionary and that it can access it anytime and kids can go yeah. home and show their parents and parents can be involved and you met lots of challenges in terms of moving to mobile app-based as as well as you know different MISs coming to the market really really well but I just want to take the 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 point there around um products um, now people doing the research more into them and and I'm kind of going to ask you now not just with your ed tech head on <laughs> Uh, and, and kind of your business uh, mind as well, because yeah. it's been really interesting for me over the last six months coming uh, to Concero. And so Laws IT that I was before was part of a multi-academy. And um, so there was no real commercialization of what we're doing. You know, we was in it because um, that's what we wanted to do. And um, I know very much like ePraise, you saw a hole and you, you filled it. And, and whilst you needed to feed your growing family and uh, and and those that you employed it wasn't about the money necessarily um yeah. it was about you know solving a problem since moving to concero it's very much the same uh, you know it's that that's one of the reasons why i moved to them they've got that same ethos it's well known the, the directors came from education into it and was just taking it on but recently it's been really exciting because we've got involved with people like Microsoft and we got involved with people with Google to a much greater extent than we did. Last week I was um, in London at the Microsoft store just a, just above it actually um, uh, in, a, in a lovely office um, and talking with edutech leaders around um, with, with uh, Nassen and around the green paper on um, SEND. And how to improve that? I've I've been to other events um, with Microsoft and Google and Broncom and Arbor and really got into the nitty gritty of making changes on there. So, uh, I suppose um, two questions again from here is one is around um, how do you reach your customers now? How you know if they're if they're asking more questions, how do you engage on them effectively these days? Um, and uh, you know, relating that to the growth of the company, what's the difference from being at ePraise to Firefly in terms of that? Because Firefly are like a, are somebody that most people know from bet shows, like giving out all the free bags and everything yeah. like that, unless they're a customer, yeah. of course. Um, and certainly how I, where, where I recognise the name. So what's the difference of moving from ePraise, which was a known but relatively small company in the end tech space, to now being one of the market leaders? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge difference. Like, I guess um, Firefly was one of those stands that you'd kind of walk around in the bet show and go, oh, you know, that, that's that's really exciting. And, um, and expensive. You know, to, <laughs> and it, yeah, and, expensive. And, and talking to the, the people on the stand, you were always really impressed, you know, not not just with their you know, sales technique and all that kind of stuff, but the knowledge of, of education, of the platform itself and all those things. So, um so yeah i mean it's a big big change because we're a company of seven when we were acquired and now we're a company of 60 or 70 so you know that's that that does bring a, a big change but back to your what you were saying earlier around you know opening up opportunities that's absolutely true you know i've i've I think we had a single conversation with microsoft for example before joining firefly um you know, I, I, I'm now talking to them on a regular basis. You know, we have a really good partnership with them. We know people by name and we, you know, we talk about how we can, um, you know, help each other out, I guess, in this in this space. You know, yeah. we've got really, really good 
knowledge understanding of the problems that teachers are facing that's not necessarily a microsoft thing and it, you know, they're working hard hard to do that they've got really good knowledge of you know technology and the communication tools and all those kind of things and there's a really good kind of um story there around how we can yeah i guess lift lift each other up and, and it's great to see microsoft stepping up and, and and working much harder to to address the problems in, in um in education does that answer the question though Matt I think there was a part yeah. B that I may have missed <laughs> no no it does uh, well the other thing I was just going to talk about is reaching customers um and and uh, you you mentioned that a lot of them are coming to you more yeah. than what they are before and um I guess I guess what 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 are you experiencing around that are they coming with questions loaded are they reaching out to people like Concero or others where, where, where they've been guiding in your direction or is it a case of schools have these specialists or people wanting to be specialists in them now around it and knowing they have to take this stuff seriously? Yeah I think what, what what's interesting around the move to Firefly is well A I guess I'm slightly out of the loop a bit more than I was you know as, as a company of seven you're really connected to yeah. all parts <laughs> of the company I, I guess as you know leader of that you are naturally anyway but, you know, I, I used to write the, you know, the Google adverts and I used to, you know, prepare all the bet shows and I used to do, you know, that was all all stuff that I did. Um, whereas now we have a, a dedicated marketing team that, that does a lot of that. So I know, I know we're some... just, just saying just before that we're both in that kind of position a little yeah. bit from uh, from from doing it. So it's it's it is a bit of a change, isn't it? So, oh, I, actually, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> I've got I've got this great team. Yeah, absolutely. But but the the feedback that I, I I get is that it is still very much word of mouth. You know, it, it's a school that has used it before, or they know yeah. a school down the road that's used it, and they're they're really interested in it. And what's what's interesting is how quickly they you know that they on board um, to ePraise. So you know, we might get a phone call. I'd really like a demo, and then you know, within a couple of weeks, it's uh yeah yeah, yeah let's let, let, let's go for it. This this is great. So um yeah i i think it's uh that word of mouth thing is still so important and you've got to get you know a number of things right in order to achieve that that's uh you know things like great support you know making sure that people pick up the phone and respond to to messages and, and give timely responses that that's really important it's the you know making sure that your system's reliable it's the making sure um that you're constantly updating it and improving it so all those kind of things bring together this this good uh you know what's the i guess companies measure it in nps don't they i don't know um if you yeah. dig into the same thing um but net promoter score the, the idea is that you you give your customers a you know give us a score out of 10 9 and 10 being promoters i think i'm getting this right and then 1 to 6 being demoters is that the right term um and then there's some ma mathematical equation yes um, yeah. and then you end I, up with a, a score and but ePraise has done really well out of that so i mean it's not something that we used to measure i guess it's um, detractors that's the one detractors thank you Matt. yeah yeah absolutely because I, I mean, that's something that i've been learning since i've been at concera as well you yeah. know i used to just send out a quick form do you like us or not yes or no yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. a little bit more in depth now isn't it <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And we look, we always used to use a lot of data at ePraise. We were really good at measuring what was going on. We built these really nice, I don't know if you saw them, Matt, but like dashboards in terms of, you know, there's these many points being added this day and this day, yeah. this day of the week, this month, and, and giving us some really good insights into what people 
you know, teachers, students, parents were doing and allowing us to, you know, make decisions off, off the back of that. So, you know, when the when the pandemic hit, we saw some like crazy stats uh, and we could see it in the in the server logs. You know, we could see, we could see what was what was going on. But, you know, that just gives you like a, an estimate of the traffic. It doesn't tell you what people are doing. Being able to measure that, you know, with people that are adding homework or classwork or adding points or adding demerits. And we saw a shift away from the, the student motivation and quite a dramatic shift away from student motivation into the, you know, the, the homework and, and the classwork. Um, I, I think oh, I can't remember the, the exact figures, but it was something bonkers like, you know, 20 percent more traffic towards homework features. and. You know, we had to make changes to to support that very, very quickly. Yeah. Well, let, let's just touch on that a little bit, because I mm. think that's really, really important around the pandemic response. And it seems to be something I talk about in every podcast at the moment. Maybe in yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. years, it will, it, will, it will not be the, <laughs> the topic. But as we all know, in EdTech, it is the massive catalyst to the world that we're in now. Um, yeah. And very, uh, lot, I was speaking to somebody the other day and I was denouncing schools that are doing three and five year plans um, for what they want to achieve and pointing out that plan's fine don't put a time limit on it because I did one just before the pandemic a digital strategy and it was supposed to be over three to five years and I did it in two months it's amazing what you can achieve when people say yes um, without any fine but on, on that note I remember um, at the in the pandemic obviously schools coming to you um, and uh, will come in to, to us uh, to come to you and saying right we've got this how can it work for us and the the change and i know you you, you know you improved the the homework add-on especially around adding and uh, accessing files that were being shared but then the ability to turn and say okay well parents even is going to have to change then so we're going to go and change the way that that's going to work and you know uh, tying that into teams or um into zoom and i remember just having a you know a simple conversation and saying okay well if they could just put a link to a meeting in the in the booking form and they could click that and i know you you developed it from that it was immense the turnaround then from ePraise, and it's uh it's a shame i i you know left not, not laws before the end of the 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 pandemic so uh, i only got to see part of it but i remember the reaction from schools again my friend michael um from ipsley uh, middle school um he's a fantastic um assistant head um, doing some fantastic things and uh, he really loves ePraise and everything that he does and I remember him saying Matt they're just they're just knocked out of the ballpark they've absolutely everything we speak to them about they've listened and he said but they've also challenged back and said you know if we do this what about this if we if we change this yeah. this is going to impact x y and z or how would this work and I think that ability to tap into such a huge pool of expertise in the people that you're you're serving as well as your expertise as a company really worked well and it was so nice to see ePraise being at a point where it could massively take advantage of that yeah and, and to be honest you know Matt, i think it's probably the one of most yeah the, the proud if not one of the the proudest moments of my career certainly you know where we were able to to, to help people get through what was an incredibly difficult time uh, you know yeah. I, th I think it's easy to forget how difficult those first few weeks were but you know there were systems dropping out left, right, and centre. There were, schools didn't have any way to do online learning at all. Exactly. Um, and being able to be part of that that solution 
that that was a really exciting time for me well, uh, you know there's a lot of late nights and yeah you know there was a lot of you know nail biting as you know you watch the servers um you know get closer <laughs> and closer to the to their limits but uh yeah it, it was really exciting and, and as i say certainly really proud of what uh, the team were able to to work with um they were they were absolutely fantastic and and everybody on the e-praise team you know went above and beyond um yeah, and and still continue to, you know, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think one of the other part, parts that I wanted to discuss with you, and and more gener generic, but it it does stem from e praise, is around the importance that you place, um, and certainly that's true now in your new role around um, bringing in parents into the conversation of what's happening in their children's school, and yeah. um, you know, really when we took on e praise now, I don't know how long ago it was the first time, but. Yours was one of the easiest way to connect with parents and show them an insight into what's happening in the day. And I remember trying to sell it to the first head teacher, Paul Heary, that um, had on one of the earlier um, podcasts. And he was, at the time, he was a bit worried about bringing parents into it and and having and losing control. And I remember yeah. saying to him, no. No, no, you're not going to lose control. You're going to gain control here. Uh, if if control's neat is the correct word, I'm not sure it is. You're going to showcase the amount of positivity that's going on. And, you know, you, it's not about the demerits. And loads of people, first of all, were worried about demerits. I was like, hang on a minute. What about the fact that demerits, and correct me if I'm wrong, are massively outweighed by positive yeah. points on your system? Um, Hugely. You know, yeah. Yeah. And and I, I, I there was another head teacher I worked with and was like turning demerits off because I just want to focus on the the positives, um and and you know how important that was. But yeah, going back the the importance of getting into homes and making parents feel part of that education is clearly something that you've focused on. Yeah, definitely. Look, I, I've only, I say just, you know, um, we've got two kids. One, one's four and one's two. So I'm a relatively recently become a, a, a parent you know when you look at how long ePraise has, has been offering that parent functionality but there's lots of research you know for, for one that makes it really obvious that you need to do a better job of engaging your parent if you want to improve the outcomes for your students but aside from the research it, it just feels right you know that there's such yeah. an important um, part of that that learning journey um, and if you can just make small tweaks to either helping them understand, you know, from an academic point of view or from a pastoral, you know, how is my child doing, how they're behaving, how they're motivated point of view, those are so important. For, for me, I guess it was not necessarily the things that you measure, though. It's more about like those conversations that you spark. And that's the same for the, the parents as much as it is for, for anybody else. You know, it started off, you know, sparking those conversations between, let's say, a student and their tutor. So, you know, the student comes in and into tutor group in the morning and, you know, Mr. Searchill says, brilliant, well done. I can see you got 10 points this week. Isn't that super? Everybody give give, give Ben a round of applause. You know, that, that kind of thing is really exciting um and has a real impact on on those students but you know then you add the concept of you know the home and reinforcing all those things that are happening in school and it just makes the whole thing so much more powerful so um 
yeah, we, it, we didn't have parents right at the start, but we we added them pretty pretty soon afterwards, and we really pushed it as something that we felt was really really important. Um, and it's great to see, you know, that we were right. You know, this the, the, I think that's yeah. become fairly obvious that now that now MISs and and productivity suites are waking up to the fact that the parents are really important, um, and that's that's got to be good, you know, for for, for students. A hundred. 100% and do you know what I'm going to touch on a personal thing here because Ben you well well know this that I'm a non-resident parent an NRP um, and uh, I, I don't get to see my kids regularly um, I see them at the weekends and my oldest is 16 um, he's just about to do he had he's got one more GCSE left after today um, and my youngest is 10 um, and my youngest who's 10 has been moved school she moved school the other week um, quite a few different times unfortunately none to with e-praise yet but one <laughs> of the things um, that really um, focuses my mind and, and what reassured me that uh, e-praise was so important was that as a non-resident parent you don't get the the luxury of that conversation when they walk through the door after their day mm. and so you can't ask them how was your day and for somebody like myself who really wants to know and be involved in their their upbringing and stuff for tools like ePrice to give people that opportunity to be involved in it and to sit down at the weekend and or whenever they see their kids and turn around and talk about the week and yeah. normally you ask a child about a week and they're like I don't know I'm focused on what's in front of me I'm on my tablet or a meeting or whatever they, they you know certainly Megan who's 10 uh doesn't can't remember what she did on Monday I mean I, she came this weekend and I was like what did you do last week oh I can't remember I was like did you go and see um Billie Eilish on Wednesday and she's like Oh yeah, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> so, so like trying to get them to, to, you know, and I was like, and you've started a new school. How's that going? So, for me, tools that open up that school to non-resident parents or parents that work a lot, whatever yeah. the reason why they can't be there, are so immensely important. And I'm so gutted that none of the schools that my kids have gone to have ever had anything like that. I held out hope with the latest one. I was really like, oh, <laughs> maybe they, they've got a still time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have it. Um, but it, it really, you know, I, I would I would love to be able to pick up the phone and uh, have a look at the events on that day. I saw that Meg had got some price points. She'd been polite and she'd been helpful um, or, or whatever the reason is. And I think really, um, that, that again, going back, that was one of the things that I really pushed to schools on uh, about adopting it. I was like, you know, you want engagement from parents, but um, which parent? You know, and schools, a lot of schools still are underwear, and, and although it's getting better, is are really oblivious to that that um, non-resident parent bit that they split families and so they don't, you know, if they've not been that, there's a there's a thing, you know, if you've been in that situation, you obviously understand it. If you're not, you can't imagine it, you know. Um, but it was really interesting. I remember one um, colleague saying to me one time about parents' evening and saying actually they should both come to the same meeting and they should both be part of that parents evening and if they can't get on you know to come and sit down and that's their problem and I remember thinking to myself well that's a load of rubbish <laughs> you know um even even in my situation you know I, I I wouldn't want to but I could but there are people who can't um because you know abuse and all kinds of things so Absolutely. people didn't you know don't don't realize uh that and and it's tools like ePraise and and tools like Firefly and lots of other tools that are that are starting to emerge out there that give parents or carers or whoever they are grandparents an insight into the that life that um they wouldn't get otherwise 
and um, it's it's really really powerful to keeping connections between non-resident parents or whoever and those children and I don't think a lot of people see it from that point of view um, and uh, it's something I just wanted to touch on because when we were talking about that it was really really important and as you say your kids uh, is one of them about to start school for with it with this September yeah. about to start school? and do they have any praise uh, no, they, they don't actually. I, I, won't, I won't mention any any competitors, but it's certainly something I'll be having a conversation about um, <laughs> when I get to meet the teachers there. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's a, there's um, certainly he's been been in in, in nursery um, so far. There's there's apps that are kind of you know not so very good apps, but there are apps that are dedicated yeah. towards that kind of kind of age, and they're using the same app, you know, in in primary school. So it's a nice kind of um, continuity there um but you know there's um there's there's some, some things that ePros could add to that space i guess isn't there? Um, maybe we'll leave that for another day you just you should just do what i do now when i email school the kids school i make sure it's from a work address which says what my job title is and what i do underneath it so when you send your email to your yeah, kids school idea. just make sure you do it from your work account so they can see what yeah. what you do i remember at meg school in the lockdown like they were having problems in one of the things and she turned around and said my dad's a technician he'll sort it out uh, for you and uh, i did get a phone call back from the head teacher saying oh do you know about this and I'm like yeah okay we can help um but yeah it's uh it's a shame that I've never they've never had them uh any all these things that I put in to schools um and never been my kids have gone into these schools where where they put in I remember the summer my son left a school nearby to me and uh they started using Lord's IT and we replaced all their IT and he helped me for the summer replace them all and then he didn't go back and he was very very gutted about it um <laughs> which is always frustrating but it's it's um uh, you know at the same time I've got friends who've got kids in in schools that are using uh ePraise and uh um and even some of the staff who've got kids there as well I think that's really really because they're always people that you used to test stuff on aren't they you know oh you've got yeah. little Johnny who's in there <laughs> we'll check on there so so I guess um uh my next question to you is like what's next what's next for ben what 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 is ben focusing on what's next Perf uh, personally i guess in terms of you know role and stuff like that and uh yeah. and professionally you know in terms of um where uh firefly and e-price are going in this new world that we're in yeah so, i mean i guess the head of product role is quite new to me you know i obviously did did it as as part of my i don't know what you call me ceo i suppose of, of epraise that was kind of one of the things that i focused on a lot so i'm kind of learning quite a lot and i'm enjoying that um learning you know new ways that i can um you know measure build better products engage better with customers um and you know have a a different kind of path to impact. I'm, I'm a bit more removed from the actual development, so I can take a step back and think a little bit more holistically around, you know, how do we solve a problem? Are these the right way to solve a problem? Um, I still, you know, roll up my sleeves every now and again and write a few lines of code. Um, one of the things that, um, you know, I, I quite enjoy um, is the just making things more efficient, and I can kind of contribute quite a lot um you know it, internally to, to teams as well um so that's that's quite an exciting um project that, that we're working on at the moment helping um the company better share data better understand data internally um because i think that's important internally and externally you know we, we build all these 
fancy dashboards for schools to help them understand their achievement behavior etc but you kind of need that telemetry internally to help you better respond to your customers needs i guess so yeah i think there's there's some things that i learned on epraise that i can bring to firefly and there's some things that the firefly have had you know in their own kind of journey that that i'm kind of soaking up now and that's that's kind of really exciting and i feel like very much um you know what am i a year and a half in i guess um it's it's still very early days for that journey so i'm certainly not thinking you know what, what what's next or anything like that at the moment i'm still really enjoying <laughs> the the learning and the application of of my learnings um in, an, in a right. new context so um yeah i don't think there's anything like concrete that it is worth you know calling out in terms of um you know specific things that we're building or anything like that i mean i actually that, that's not entirely true so we are um, currently working to unify some of the Firefly and ePraise um, products. So the idea being that um, you'll you'll never feel like you, you you need to go into different interfaces, for example. To, uh, and I think that's a really important part of our journey, you know, since yeah. acquisition. Um, so it'd be quite exciting to have, you know, that curriculum teaching and learning thing that we've never as ePraise done really or certainly not very well but Firefly are brilliant at it's really exciting to have that alongside the classroom management behavior oh, yeah. achievement and all those kind of things so you know it's a real kind of um a, a special product that we are that we've kind of got two products at the moment what I really want to do is is bring them in, in, into one um and we've got some really talented people working on those problems which um you know that that's really exciting um you know right. as epraise we often had um you know fairly junior very 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 capable and very very hard-working people but but tended to be fairly junior um whereas firefly have some you know really senior people who've got you know tens decades of, of experience and um that's another really exciting thing that i found i'm learning a lot from um so yeah Right, so it leaves me with two last questions, which I ask everybody who come on the podcast. Um, I'm trying to been that long since I've last recorded one. I'm trying to remember what they are. Uh, <laughs> the first thing is, is what is the worst piece of IT that you've ever had in the classroom with you, um, which, you know, that you've ever used? You'd, um, anything in, in your time as a teacher or um, anything? Can I be honest? Is just, the name oh, yeah. of product or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think. Yeah, I don't me, care if I get sued. <laughs> uh, for me um sims was just had the worst user experience it solved problems you know at a very functional level you could take a register you could add a point if you really wanted to go through the faff of doing that you could um you know write your student reports in there but the, the user experience was terrible and user experience is something that i really care about yeah, you know, I've, I've been following user experience um, blogs and, and message boards and stuff since I was, you know, 16, 17, 18. And I don't think, you know, that, that was just a focus for the, the Sims development team. And, and that's, you know, that's fine. Sims are really successful. So I, I can't, you know, hold anything against them. But for me as a classroom teacher, it just didn't work. It was just a frustration and everybody complained about it. So, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say, say Sims, but you know, with the greatest of respect, they did really well, you know. Um, yeah, so, 
Yeah, it, it is exciting to see some kind of um, fresh blood in that area and some new developments that, that hopefully will, you know, br bring that MIS, SIS in, into the 21st century. Um, you know, I, I still think they've got a long way to go to, to get where they need to be. You know, as, certainly as a classroom teacher, I don't have enough yeah. experience at the back office to know, if, you know, where, where that aspect is. But um, yeah, things are moving in the right direction for sure. So, well, yeah. Anything that you don't have to manage like Sims from a technical point of view as well is always good. So the, the <laughs> second question then is what um, piece of evolution, whether it be software, hardware or, you know, new and exciting thing excites you the most going forward? So what have you seen that you think is going to be transformational? What have you read that you think is going to be transformational? That's a really good question, Matt. And I, and I, I guess related to, um, you know, the, the, the pandemic and, and, and things happening, the Google Classrooms and Teams thing have uh, are the obvious answer, but I don't think it's necessarily about Google and Teams. It's about the use of technology that's really been transformational. So those are kind of a, you know, a side effect of what, what needed to happen. And they experienced, you know, tremendous growth and, you know, that, that that's that's great for them. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily about Teams and Google. I think it's, it's about that better understanding of technology um, within schools. It's, it's the real transformational bit. I don't think I've necessarily seen anything um of late that made me think oh god you know that's that's the future um yeah because of course you know we, we would be building it and um perhaps that's the, the thing that we are building actually you know perhaps that is the future that that bringing of products together under one you know simple interface that that to me seems like a a really exciting future um, you know some, something that was uh that's a bit related to that actually is when i was at this event last last week last um thursday the uh, that one of the questions they were asking was around what would a digitized system for ECH EHCP plans and stuff yeah. look like? And do you know what really strikes me was some people written it would be in Teams, and that yeah that really surprised yeah. me um, because I was like, okay, so is for them everything that's happened is it just wrapped up in Teams? You know, and you think, OK, yeah, yeah, you can chat, you can video, you can share work, you can mark work, you can uh, build these different types of teams and everything like that. Is it is for them? Is it as simple for them? I don't mean to, to call them <laughs> out as a different species yeah. or anything. But, you know, for teachers, for some teachers at least, is the excitement taking them beyond the scope of that one product that solved that problem at that time and now taking yeah. them into these wider things? And what you just described about linking them together so that it does seem seamless you know, I've seen that you've got some of your, your um, season plan stuff now built into Teams and whatever. Is it a case of that functionality branching out um, and, and, and through everywhere? Yeah, I think as, um, as a product team, we, we try to understand our users better in order to, to answer those kind of questions. And, and I don't think the market has really settled on what they, on how they really want to work. There is definitely some schools that um, want teams to be the, you know, where everything happens. And and that's exactly why. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's maybe a symptom or, or maybe that is the future. But I, I, I suspect that the, the former um, of 
it's the first piece of technology that they've really used that's had a, a you know a, a really big impact. But that's exactly why we built the seating plan app and the curriculum app within Teams in order to kind of test out that theory. And that's worked really well for some schools. Equally, there are plenty of schools that don't want to use that and would rather a dedicated app. You know, it does a little bit more that isn't distracted by you know the enterprisey level chat stuff that the teams does um and i i think there's a a big kind of um a, a big split in the market in terms of what their preferred way of working is and that's you know we can work with a few different ways of of, of working with teams or, or other products um i don't think I, I think there's still more kind of settling into what is the best way to work um that's going to happen over the next few years and I'm really interested to see where that goes. Maybe that is, you know, within teams and we're certainly building a lot, you know, working closely with teams. Maybe that's something that sits alongside teams, but not necessarily within teams. It just happens to work really well with it. Um, yeah, yeah, we're building boats. Oh, well, that's good to hear um, because there will always be a, a, a split, I feel, in education. It's, you know, are you Google? Are you Microsoft? Are you yeah. Sims? Are you Arbor? Are you Chromebook or are you Indian managers? Always a split, you know, and that split isn't always primary, secondary. Either. It's, it's whatever um, different areas. It goes back to what you said earlier on as well. I think about um, uh, recommendations coming through from word of mouth. And actually, yeah. we can see that in terms of MIS adoption um actually you know the products are very similar in lots of different ways i'm sure people would argue differently from from each company and i'm sure they will mm -hmm. in time but actually very much so you've got primary is arbor secondary and matt is bromcom and uh you, you can see it spreading across and i think an interesting point which ties into what you just said as well is that um people are now starting to move from cloud service to cloud service. Now, this is important because if they're moving from cloud service to service, that's probably because they were sold the cloud dream rather than the product. So they were sold mm -hmm. that you can access this anywhere, anytime, and it will work. You don't need your servers anymore. And look at all that. And they're like, great. And any cloud provider can sell with those selling points but and, and that'll get people in. But actually what it doesn't do is sell the product that well. And we're seeing now lots of people are moving from one cloud product to another because they're understanding the product better and that evolution into it. And it's the companies that have been in the space for a while, like ePraise, like Firefly, which are gaining mm -hmm. from that because lots of people, other people have gone that very early doors, oh, the cloud, that must be the solution. But then they turn around and go, well, actually, XYZ is missing this company's been doing it because they've taken existing solutions, whatever, and brought them together and enhanced them or moved them, you know, existing functionality to cloud and seen the benefits on there rather than just saying, oh, you can just access it in the uh, um, in the cloud and, you know, you don't have to pay anything. So it's it's very, very interesting around that kind of area. And it's exciting. It, it, it's a um, it's a market that is becoming functional from one yeah. that was quite dysfunctional where you had one player basically doing everything um you know it, it's it's not just teams it's also google classroom but you know they're also that's not everybody you know the people that don't use either really um i guess they're, they're few and far between <laughs> no <laughs> there are you've got zoom haven't you i mean zoom education were yeah. at bet and uh um they had quite a presence there so yeah i think it's an area that's going to keep on growing for sure 
yeah and I, and I think that's that's great that you know that market where there are lots of different players and you can pick between the different products to find something that matches you and I don't think any you know person trying to sell a product would say that you know their product is perfect for everybody there's a reason why there's a Lidl's and a Waitrose and a Tesco's and a Sainsbury's it's it's because you know people have different preferences and different needs and, and uh, you know you you just got to find your place 100% 100% well Ben it's been great talking to you and thank you for making time and for you, the Matt. podcast um in between putting your kids to bed and having some dinner I really appreciate that um <laughs> if you want to follow uh Ben Moore you can find him on Twitter his handle is Mr Dunford that's D-U-N-F-O-R-D um and uh, he doesn't update it very often um but uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> um sort of having uh, kids you, does to you isn't it <laughs> I, uh, yeah and a, and a full-time job and everything that comes in between um and you can also find him on LinkedIn as Ben Dunford as well Firefly uh if you give them a Google and ePraise, if you give them a Google, are uh, there for you to find out more information on as well. So, Ben, thank you very much for your time um, this evening. I really Thanks, appreciate man. it. And uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot. Look forward to it. Bye. this week i hope you've enjoyed it just a reminder that you can reach out and connect with me on various different platforms you can follow me on twitter at msetchel you can find me on linkedin or you can visit my website www.mattian.co.uk that's m-a-t-t-i-a-n.co.uk where i'd be happy to hear from you thanks for listening see you next time